Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Luke Anderson, astronaut. A man barely interesting. I just picture you sitting on the rail at a strip club. Eating a lunchable. Will Darkens, hot air balloon attendant, frightened by technology. I, I love you, but you're saying that this little old man, this dude was a clean 6'6". We have the capability to build the 33rd best radio show in Portland. On Saturdays, about sports. The Sinner and the Saint will be that show. Better than they were before. Sportsier, funnier, more Labradoodles. <laughs> The St. Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan, the Odyssey map, and 1080thefan.com. Hey, hey, hey! Happy Saturday, Portland, Oregon. This is Will Darkens speaking to you live on the radio. Get you ready for your weekend. Look, Luke's not here because he's doing the Polar Plunge, um, which is an event that I'm to understand is uh, a charity, which is really nice. Uh, But at the same time, it is about uh, getting naked and uh, just like diving into cold water. I don't think the naked part is required. Is it? Like, I think you just are supposed to take your shirt off. But yeah. I've always wondered to myself that, like, if you were one of the celebrities doing that event, like, like how much trouble would you get in if it was just like you just went full bore and just well, went all skin and we're like, yeah, this is just how I do it. I, in my own opinion, I would guess that because it's for, I think, it benefits Special Olympics Oregon. Oh, right. That might be slightly frowned upon. Oh, oops. <laughs> I guess that was offensive. <laughs> time is it it's 904 and i've already insulted <laughs> i've already insulted one group of people and it's 904 on a saturday which means it is the sinner and the saint and as i've already said before my name is will darkens jeff russ there is across the glass hey howdy joining me today on this uh, official start of the what are we supposed to do now sports season right this is a very weird time this is a time at which <sighs> football's out here yeah uh, the popular sports liberal media 
is trying to uh, convince you that whatever Aaron Rodgers is doing is incredibly important and you need to pay attention to it. Um, basketball kind of in that weird, funky phase where you're getting out of the all-star break and not everybody's quite trying super hard. You got about another month until everybody's like, what? <laughs> got to make the playoffs. Yeah. Or depending on who you are. If you're the Trailblazers, you got to start losing. You did a good job of that Thursday. But, yes. You know. Well, it started out early in that first quarter. I mean, they had a double-digit lead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's funny. And then Golden State was like, okay, guys, that's cute. Oh, man. You know, my favorite part about this whole Trailblazers season is the fact that, like, even if we, and I'm speaking as a fan, even if we try to do something that benefits us, there's some, like, ancillary benefit that works against that. And I don't think that's catch 22, but I do think it's something close to it that just like when Anthony Simon started going off and we went on a four game winning streak, I just smiled. Cause I was like, yep, right yeah, there. Seems about right. Doesn't <laughs> it, man, can't even tank right in this city. <laughs> uh, at least they're fun to watch though. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, come on. Well, you know, and here's what I, here was my own little, thought that I had about that small little four game win streak. Oh yeah. It, it, between each one, more or less, you had some other various roster moves and, and people getting hurt and whatnot. So it's like each individual game was quite different from the first. Yeah. So you didn't really give anybody much of a chance to come out and, and get some film on how they're playing with certain guys and reacting with each other. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good point. So each one was kind of a new surprise for the opposing team. Yeah. Well, and I don't know. The Memphis win was legit, but all the other ones, it was like, look, it's the Lakers. They don't, yeah, they're trying to care, but somehow that doesn't work anymore for them. Uh, no Giannis. I forget the other team we beat. Might have been the magic. I don't know. I just throw that out there. Uh, otherwise, look, I got in here today. The Knicks, the Knicks. Yes. Oh boy. That's tough. Yes. Uh, I got in here today. And I knew that Luke would be at the polar plunge benefiting the special Olympics now for a little while. And I had asked Rust, Hey, now would you come in and fill in and, uh, and do this? I will get you a treat. And he's like, yeah, you don't need to do that. Don't worry about it. I was like, no, I'm going to get you a treat. Would you like some alcohol? And he said, yeah, I like Tito's. And I was like, great. I forgot. <laughs> and I forgot five minutes into the car ride to the station and said, Oh S I just teased something that I'm not going to follow through on. So I got donuts. Hey, and now we're donutting it up in here. I'm good with donuts. Absolutely. Although now I'm not quite sure I'm supposed to get through my pilot's shift later. So what do you mean without the Tito's? No. Oh, the Tito's. <laughs> Have you ever gotten drunk at the station doing nah. that? Never. Nah, no, I haven't either. I, I always thought about it though. I got time enough for that at home. There was a guy who used to work here whose name I will spare, but I remember would do uh, Seahawk games. And uh, one, time I, one time I came into the station on a Sunday, obviously when the Seahawks play, and I walked past, and I don't know why I was in here. I might have forgotten something. But I walked past, and of course people can't see this, but there is a large, massive, double-plated uh, glass wall uh, yeah. Along the side that links out to the hall. It's probably and what, four by six? Four by six. It's very large. You can see quite a bit. Yeah. Your your view is not obstructed. No. All and the way down that hallway. There is a shelf-like uh, frame feature underneath that. Lined on that shelf were just 
beer bottles. Ooh. And I was like, dude, like, I know it's Sunday and no one's here, but like, what if the boss came? That's a solid <laughs> effort. <laughs> Making like, it all the way across there. <laughs> dude, I'm not asking you. Like You said four by six. Yeah. It was lined with beer yeah. bottles. Like this That's wasn't like, a good case. <laughs> this wasn't like, hey, maybe I'll have two beers and get a little lit before I uh, push some buttons for the Seahawks game. Man. No, that guy full on came in here knowing that it would be a snooze fest. Yikes. And I got to get through it. Tied one on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's I mean, because, yeah, that's full on six feet across there. Yeah. That's a lot of room for beer bottles. No, it was yeah. a lot of beer. I didn't say anything to him because one, I was like, well, if he's had that much beer, I'm not going to confront him right yeah no kidding uh, dude. Well, at that point it just had to stink like stale beer in here too yeah you'd imagine yeah and two uh you know i don't want to bother him i mean he's he's probably blackout trying to run a game <laughs> that takes focus at least he was conscious right uh i assume he was just kind of feet up watching the tv yeah but you know yeah we've all been there yes um but another time, too, was that uh, Jason Swigard uh, hosts a golf show Yes, on this station called Golf in the Northwest. That's all you have to talk, hosting really? a golf show that early in the morning. Yes. Golf. Hello. So he hosts that show, and uh, there's a part of the year where when he hosts that show, he has to be at pilot games because he's also the voice of the pilot. No catch. Okay. And uh, one time in particular, he was in Las Vegas, and I think it was for the WCC tournament. And he had to connect via a tie line to the station here to do the show. And so that required him to get up at seven in the morning after a night in Vegas. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. First of all, he was late. He <laughs> got on air at about 7.08 or 8.08. I'm sorry, 8.08. And um, when he got on, he just, oh my <laughs> and we spent the whole show, Harold and I, just making fun of him <laughs> because he was obviously just horribly hungover. <laughs> the show, there was maybe a quarter of a segment about golf, but yeah. after that, it was just like, just <laughs> roasted That's him pile on swag <laughs> oh man some of your uh texts here on the fan text line 503-250-1080 thank you all for uh waking up and uh putting us on the airwaves as you drive to the grocery store to pick up the thing you forgot yesterday this text maybe certain celebrities should raise more money by threatening to do it naked if they don't raise enough money, that uh, from mentioning the uh, yeah. Luke Anderson might get fully nude for his polar plunge today. There we go. Suit could probably pull in some dollars that way. Suk fully naked getting or, into water. I guess pretty much probably a lot, most any of us. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to see any of us naked. No, no, no. no. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, there's a whole like idea of like, hey, he's got a face for radio. Ha, ha, ha. No, man, that's the staff. Yeah. Like, that's all of that's us. That's all of us. And if you don't want to see our faces, you don't want to see our ding-dongs. I can <laughs> I can, uh, uh, can assure you of that. Uh, this text, if Luke plunged into the river naked, you could definitely tell the water was cold uh, when he gets out. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> Inverted. Uh, or think of this. Perhaps you can't tell. Ooh. Youch. 
That's a stinger. But that he's not here to defend himself, so whatever. <laughs> uh, this text, eight minutes late. Swag was on Alex Crawford time. Thank you, Deal. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Alex Crawford, noted uh, fan alumni, yeah. uh, noted to be late quite a bit. Yeah. Well, that morning shift is rough, man. I don't. I've never been late for one of those. Uh, no, I would. I was never late for him because no. yeah. But I I did that shift for when I first started here way back when in what I think that was 08 mm. and did the morning run for a while yeah. and yeah. I just my body never got used to it. Never got used to it. Yeah, I mean you got to wake up. I mean you live on the west side too. You probably were still at the same uh, at that time. Yep. Um. I mean you got to wake up at a a clean three forty. Well, I was. I Probably. think I was usually out of the house by about four fifteen, four twenty. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, you took it a little later. See, I gave myself more time to process because I knew that, like, hey, it's four thirty in the morning. I'm not going to think very clearly. Right. So I gave myself as much time as possible to even complete the easiest tasks of, yeah. like, you know, logging in, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like putting the knobs up on that board so yeah. people can hear stuff. Well, I would always get like anxiety the day before too. Like I basically would have Sunday scaries, you know, Sunday through oh, Thursday. Really? Oh, it was terrible. I'd be interesting. Cause I'd get home at that point. It was only, it was a six to 10 shift, mm. you know? And uh, yeah, so I'd get home 1030 or so and I'd sit down on the couch and next thing you know, I'm asleep for two hours mm. and then you get up and, and it'd be like the countdown be like, okay, I got, you know, four hours. So I got to get into bed. I got two hours. So I got to get into bed. Oh, and then you go get into bed and, you start waking up every half hour, 45 minutes to look at the clock. Um, oh, if I go back to sleep right now, I got two more hours. Yeah, I just, that game. Wicked cycle. Never got used to it. Do you generally have anxiety? I, I think it has gotten worse the last several years. But uh, yeah. is it the kids? Well, I don't even know if it's that so much. <laughs> Maybe I'm just more aware of it now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm feeling that too as I get older. That like you're... Um, um, like I guess when you're younger and you feel anxiety, you feel like that there's still so much time ahead of you to like get past whatever you're fearing. Yeah. But right? No, yeah, and then as you get older, it's like point. now it's like holy hell, I'm 45. Yeah, or it's like, oh no, <laughs> I'm waking I'm in up my... to come in here on a Saturday morning with Will Darkens. <laughs> Sweet fancy Moses. Was that last night for you? No. You're just sitting on the couch like uh, Actually, it was this morning when my alarm went off at 6.30, and I was like, damn it, why did uh, I say I would do this? <laughs> you did it for the Tito's. Yeah. And then I screwed you on that. <laughs> Wife's like, well, it's, you know, it's a few extra bucks. I'm like, you're very right there. It is a few extra bucks. Were you really counting on the Tito's? No. I feel bad. No, no, no. Because really, I, I mean. There's usually enough of that flowing through my house anyway okay. without help. <laughs> okay. I thought the donuts would make up for it. No, donuts are great. But uh, yeah, man, I, I, I feel that now. And I, I, I've thought that recently that like, I feel like, you know, now that I'm in my thirties, um, you know, it's not too old and you know, your forties aren't too old either, honestly, but it's like, you just, you have so much that you thought you had time to figure out. Yeah. And you just are realizing that like whatever benchmark you were supposed to meet or however you set that in your head in your twenties. Oh, yeah. Yep. Like, oh, I didn't do that. And, oh, now everything's too ahead of me, and I'm not going to have time to do it. And I feel like that's been the source of a lot of anxiety that I've had lately. Mm -hmm. And I've just decided now. I'm just like, I don't care. Yeah. I just don't. I, you know, who the hell? What? Who How the hell is well? who the hell is play by playing my life and <laughs> saying that I'm not doing a good job yeah. is what I've thought about. 
Is that, you know what I mean? Like we watch these games and you see like Collinsworth like be disappointed up in the booth about yeah. something that happened. Like, like I feel like anxiety is that. It is two dudes in a booth watching your life, and yep. when you do something wrong or not up to par, they're just like, oh boy, I don't know what he was thinking there. Yeah, well, see, for me, it's Stephen A. doing the color commentary, and he's just going, <laughs> oh, that is terrible. <laughs> I'm telling you this, Jeff Rust is awful. He is I an embarrassment. I can't believe he decided to drink on a Tuesday <laughs> afternoon. Now, what? Ah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, what a first segment. What were you going to say? Uh, well, what? I was going to say, I had uh, I had my two kids at 35 and 40. Now I'm 45. My my older kid, she yeah. just turned 10 a couple weeks ago, and that's where it started to hit you. It's like, holy crap. Yeah. She's 10 she can, now. She could kind of like. She she's got a good grasp on things. Yeah, now. yeah. That's, ten is like you, you kind of you clocked everyone. You're yeah. like, all right, I see what's going on here. Seems to have gone pretty quickly. Ooh, and then yeah, and then the other one turned five in October, and she's in, yeah, it's crazy. She lost her first tooth last weekend. Ooh, yeah. Hey, congrats. Crazy. Did you have to get it out or did it just come out? No, it basically just came out. Like oh, we noticed good. earlier that day that it was loose. We hadn't noticed until then, and all of a sudden it's like, oh hey, there it is. Oh. It came out. Yeah. That's good. I, I don't think I ever had to do the string and doorknob thing. I did that when I was a kid. I remember being at my grandparents' house. Yeah. Ah. That was one for one of my, my – I'll put it – <laughs> funny story. Hmm. Uh, when I was a kid, I made it all the way until second grade before I lost a tooth. And I did not like being in second grade and uh, being the only kid that had not lost a tooth yet. I'm, I'm sorry. Second, second grade. So I was six – Wait, right. really? You hadn't Seven. lost any teeth? Is no. that normal? No, not really. It was a little oh, late. Okay. A little late. So, yeah, I hadn't lost any teeth yet. So I went to my dad, who was a dentist. I said, hey, dad, what do you think we, uh, you know, speed up this process here a little bit? And so he went, he took me to his office, and he yanked my two front teeth for me. Oh. <laughs> no, dude. <clears throat> no. No. Yeah. Anything but- with teeth and eyes for me? Uh, that's right out. Yeah, so that's how I lost my first two teeth. Oh, uh, gosh. Yeah, it's bananas. Six years old. That's <laughs> interesting. Now, like, I'm fully saying that as somebody who didn't get body hair until he was 22. So Oof. I'm right there with you in terms yeah. of, like, whoa, hey, is this going to happen already? Oh, now, luckily, I found a woman who, like, hates body hair. Well, there you go. Well, it's awesome. Not a ton of them really dig it. Oh, really? From my experience. I thought some women love body hair. Oh, there's a couple of those. Well, they're the, yeah, the, the, the Venn diagram of women that love body hair and chubby chases are kind of like a circle. Oh, I yeah. see. Okay. And usually somewhat separate from, you know, the other. Well, don't sell yourself short. Yeah. You're an oh, attractive man. Oh, hey, trust me. I way outkicked my coverage. You have a, uh, you have a warmth about you. Well, you know, I am kind of cuddly. Back no. in the day now. I definitely outkicked my coverage. Nice, dude. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I suppose this is a sports show, so we should get to sports. Ah. Uh, coming up next, the Trailblazers are doing what we do not want them to do, but I have an argument that they should do something that nobody else wants them to do. You're listening to The Sitter and the Saint on 1080 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. Coming up at 10 o'clock, we'll look over the poll that I made myself on uh, at Sinner Saint 1080 on Twitter. Your question, let's say that you're struck with a bizarre condition and the side effects is your voice changes to one of these broadcasters. Who would you prefer? to at center saint 1080 on twitter give me your answer i need it and we will discuss the portland trailblazers are not good uh i mean i could be a little bit more specific for you and give a record but i mean let's be honest this team is intending to tank currently 25 and 35 thank you 25 and 35 lost to the Warriors on Thursday. They were coming off of the all-star break on a four game winning streak against some teams in certain situations, some teams that sucked John Rand, which was an impressive win, but now you're coming to the point in the season where it's looking like you're probably not going to at least through the draft. Now I am excluding any uh, picks that you garnered from the Pelicans or the Clippers, but you're probably not going to get a player of consequence because it's the top four. It's four dudes. And more specifically, it's Chet Holmgren is who you would really want if uh, you wanted to get a player Mm -hmm. that would just absolutely shake ass up Mm -hmm. um, in the Portland Trailblazers organization. So... You're left with assets, you're left with money, you're left with a free agency market in this next summer that really the top talent are shooting guards. Shooting guards are not necessarily what you need at this point. Now, that's... (laughs) What? Really? Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) Now, look, follow me on this one. I got an idea. What if we make a backcourt that's... Wait, what? What's that? It's already done. Oh, undersized? (laughs) Can't defend? What if I got, like, a bunch of 6'3 dudes? (laughs) 
<laughs> that do anything for you? Um, <clears throat> but you know, you're entering off season where really Bradley Beal um, is your prize to win. John Wall is out there and kind of a you know, wild card for certain teams. You don't need John Wall. Uh, there's an idea that you could trade for Jalen Brown and, you know, with the assets that you have, I'm sure the Celtics would at least kick the can down the road on that one. But there is no player of consequence that is out there that conceivably with what you have right now, not putting Damian Lillard on the table that you could get and make this team like 180 full fold. Let's go. We're title running because again, that's what this is about, right? This is about getting titles. Everything that the Portland Trailblazers organization has done as of late has been to appease Damian Lillard and get him the title that he wants because he will not stop talking about it here. Mm -hmm. And I love that. Yeah. That's great. Yep. Yes, we should be a title contending team. Even though we're a small market, it doesn't matter. You need a guy like that in your corner. Yes. But let's just stop being this toxic positivity of we can do it kind of no, we're not. Not with this roster, yeah. not with it what it's constructed. Now, if you want to go get yourself a either full rebuild where you will be like the Oklahoma City Thunder on steroids because I think they have uh, like three bakers dozens of picks yeah, for the next like, 10 years. <laughs> I think it's like 35 picks over the next 3 years or is it 5? Maybe it's over the next 5 years. Oh my gosh. It's ridiculous. And I do love how Sam Presti just like, there's really, I mean, I'm, I'm saying this off the cuff, but like there doesn't seem to be a plan with it, but he's just yeah. like, whatever, man, I got picks. Look at all these picks I got. <laughs> I got all the picks. Um, I mean, surely the plan is not to, you know, actually use each and every one of those on their own selection because that's, that's a lot of dudes. Right. I would imagine that idea is like, Hey, we'll build up a roster Try and then package some picks. Yeah. And then when the time is right and we've developed the guys that we really wanted, like then we'll go out and try. I mean, that's essentially what they did with Chris Paul. Yeah. Um, but okay. Look, <laughs> lo long story short, I have come to the point now where we need to trade Damian Lillard. <gasps> I don't, I don't like that. It's done playing. Uh, why? I, I, I'm one of those Portland fans that probably also attaches himself to players too easily. Uh, but I, I think Damian Lillard is in kind of a different classification there for this fan base. It's not just, you know, like ever when I was a kid, I had this thing. I was so upset when they uh, traded Robert pack to the nuggets were you really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I love Robbie. You know, that kid had some bounce, Ow. you know. But, yeah, it's like, really? I mean, yeah, in the grand scheme of things, you know, it wasn't a huge deal. But it, this, right. and I've seen I I, I watch on, on the on the tweeters uh, every now and then Dwight, Dwight James likes to get on there and basically uh, uh, engage with just about anybody. And and, yeah, you know, it's. <sighs> I don't know how he doesn't think still that Damian Lillard isn't already the greatest greatest blazer of all time. He's still he's still champions Drexler and and Bill Walton. Yeah, um, well, but, Dwight's old. Yeah, he is old. I love you, Dwight. Though, if you're listening, yeah. which you're probably not, but uh, it's I I don't see in terms of not only just play on the court, but in terms of what they mean to a community and whatnot too. Bill Walton obviously was a very popular player 
here and still is for his, you know, what, season and a half that he had of uh, of dominance. And Drexler was here, you know, a long time, obviously, but mm. he never felt like he had that connection to here like, you know, mm. the other players that have come along. Mm-hmm. It, it, I'm not sure anybody even at that point really felt it was Clyde Drexler's team. You know what I mean? Because you had yeah. Kersey and Porter along, you know, uh, uh, next to him. But like here, you know, that's half of what got Lamarcus pissed off is that everybody kind of knew for a long time that's Damian Lillard's team. Yeah, and you know something? I think l- let me ask you this a little bit more specific. Now, are you making this decision with uh, your head or your heart? Yes. <laughs> uh my heart definitely because i don't want to see him go somewhere else and and yeah. specifically i don't want to see him go to a team that i just can't stand i don't want to see him go to the lakers oh i, I see you know and, yeah and well l- let me calm that for you i don't think he would go to the Lakers. no the lakers don't have anything to give at this point and i and and somebody of that stature and who's that good you can't really get an, an, an equal package back i would argue you can I would argue that for Damian Lillard, you could get something so obscene if you got at least two other teams involved in the trade as two quality players and five picks. I think you could get something that grossly obscene. I think three of those picks could be first rounders if you get enough teams involved. Well, so now when we say quality players, what are we talking about here? Are we just talking like two good starters? Oh, are we yeah. talking like all-stars? No, just two dudes to just shore stuff up while you're still rebuilding. I mean, essentially, that's kind of what the Pelicans are. Not the Pelicans, I'm sorry. That's kind of, um, hell, what's the team I'm thinking of? Oh, right past the dome. I'll think of it. But, um, I mean, teams do this all the time in the NBA where they do the rebuild, but they have to like, they got to get the player in there. What am I thinking? That's what the trailblazers are doing right now. They're yeah. partly rebuilding. And Josh Hart was basically like the gauze on bleeding of yeah. like, okay, this team cannot be, you know, horrible. Right. Here's Josh Hart and a little bit of talent. So and that Justice down low, <laughs> just as much so that, you know, when we actually kind of start picking things up, this guy can hang around and he can do something. Right. But they had, but, but we hadn't dumped number one. The hard part is, is, is if this city will, will, I hate to use this word. They won't really riot, but you know, metaphorically will riot. If you get rid of Damian Lillard and only replace him with a couple of like, you know, starter level guys and some draft picks and you're tearing it down and rebuilding from bottom up. If, if, if you're going to move Damian Lillard at this point, it has to be, you have to get something back and maybe take a dip for a year. But, oh, you know, dude, but no, was, no, no, no. Was, you dip five years. It would not go over well no. if it's just going to be a complete teardown from that point. They're going to be like, we need, you know, if you're going to get rid of our best guy we've ever had and the most popular guy we've ever had here, mm. we, we can't be, we yeah. can't be that bad for that long. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the part of it is that, and what you're kind of touching on this is that, you know, you can't really trade Damian Lillard for some player who's straight up uh, better value, really, because a team probably wouldn't do that. If a team is trying to get Damian Lillard, they're trying to pair him with, you know, insert superstar here so they can make a title run. That's why people fear the Lakers, because, you know, there's the idea, hey, what if they pull one over on us yeah. and give us Anthony Davis and some more assets yeah. and they get Damian Lillard and LeBron James for two years and they win a title? That ain't going to happen. The last thing fans want to do around here is help the Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. Now that, that ain't going to happen because there's not enough behind it. 
And I think that's kind of the conundrum with trading Damian Lillard is this. You're not going to get a guy back or even two guys really that will make your team better than when Dame was here. What you will get back though is an insane haul, especially if you trade him uh, say midway through next season, if things are just not working out, but he's padding them stats huge. Mm -hmm. Like if you can do that, the value for him will like just shoot through the roof. The fact that he's scoring a lot, he's coming off of his first surgery and he looks healthy all that stuff's good. I want your thoughts though. Five zero three two five zero ten eighty. Texas and let us know what you would be able to give up for Damian Lillard. But first, here is Ross with sports. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Mr. Double. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkins on 1080 The Fan. It's a 10-year anniversary of what now? That, that, that famous Pete Weber celebration. The the guy who uh, the bowler rolled that strike. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Hey! Hey, Pete! For the baller. Strike to claim it. A strike to claim it. And he got it! Oh, man, that's awesome. Oh. That was a whole thing for a little while. 
<laughs> Damn, dude. Ah, <laughs> uh, being a professional bowler. <laughs> now we looked this up on the show because this is obviously something that we've probably talked about, Luke and I, like. 500 times like what would it take to be a professional bowler and be comfortable make like a good living you have to be one of the top three bowlers in bowling because we we saw the top earner was like a million two uh-huh and i was like okay that's a lot of money that's really yeah. good you don't i mean you don't necessarily need a million two to feel comfortable but right. the the jump off is fairly steep where then it goes to like 700 and then like two and then like from two it's like $60,000 a year, which again, that's good, but I'm not living comfortably. I still got to go around and keep bowling a lot. You know what I mean? Like I'm looking for yeah. the LeBron bowling money. Uh, let's see here. Ooh, final 2021 PBA tour earnings. Kyle Troop, 496, 900. Francois Lavoie, 370,000, 330. Yeah. And then, and then you're dipping down under two. Yes. Yeah. See, look. Ah, that's a good amount of money. I'll take that. You've got number eight at a, a, a $111,850. But the problem is that I'm now going to create a lifestyle for myself that I have to continue to upkeep by continuing to bowl. Yeah. And that will require me to keep making that 400 whatever thousand dollars. Dude, if I'm breaking in a million something a year, I can take a year off. Yeah. That's okay. Mm -hmm. So maybe I should just start bowling or something. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, your thoughts on the fan text line 503-250-1080. We're talking about the prospect of possibly trading Damian Lillard so we can get a bunch of assets and move on and uh, just start a new team. Uh, because Dame will be 32 before he plays for the Blazers again and is $50 million cap hit. There's one text. It's true. You don't have to agree with it, but yeah, I mean, it's true. Yeah, there's no lies told. Uh, Will has been anti Damian Lillard for his entire tenure uh, with the Blazers. This is a brainless, purely contrarian take. And there's two dudes that you're speaking of uh, will not want to play here and they'll mail it in because they won't be playing with Lillard. I didn't want to take the obvious bait, but this is such an idiotic take that I had to. Wow. Hey, well played. I mean, you know, Will isn't the only one out there barking up this tree. Yeah. Hey, look, nobody's arguing I'm an idiot, all right? <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and do that. No. That's what hour two is for. No, that's a popular take, though. <laughs> well, I guess not a popular take, but uh, uh, prevalent, I will say. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I get it. I, I, I understand the frustration that people have with it. And, um, you know, again, I, I think for me, it's like, Look, if the guy says that he wants a championship-level contending team, I mean, don't you think that how we're set up now, that's probably not going to happen here while he's in his prime? Because he is 32 years old, and he's coming off the first significant injury that he's had in his career, his first major surgery that he has had in his career. Like, he's not going to get any better. He will still be incredibly good. Now, mm. that's kind of, uh, uh, you know wait and see because again he's coming off of his first major surgery you mm -hmm. don't know how that's going to happen any other you know i think medical professional who's looked at it who's also a sports fan says that like no should make a full recovery should be okay right. so uh you know there's a good strong chance of that but i i guess all i'm saying is that like 
you've gotten everything that you can out of him. And he's gotten everything that he can out of us, which is an adoring fan base, a platform to be the best player uh, in, you know, best player we've had here ever. Mm -hmm. You could easily say. And it just feels like this is the natural moment to move on because unless something really incredible is going to happen here on the horizon, which again, we laid this out, look at the free agency market. Yeah. Think about the dudes you can trade for and then try to give me a sane explanation as to how you will make that happen. Oh, we can trade for Carl Anthony Towns. Explain how that will happen and how the Timberwolves will say, oh, okay. Right. Well, there's... <laughs> I mean, look. Jimmy Butler, explain how the Miami Heat will take everything except Damian Lillard and say, yeah, here's Jimmy Butler. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, look, I agree there. I have a hard time looking at the moves that they made and what they have to them right now, what they have available in the future. Yeah. And figuring out how they make this a quick turnaround. Uh, people always say, you know, there's a $20 million in cap space and there's a $20 million trade exception. And mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, you still have to convince, you know, with that $20 million of cap space, you still have to convince somebody to come here, Yeah, which we, you know, I think we all know that, that that's a difficult time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody to sign here of their own volition. Yeah. Uh, and Jason Quick says this all the time that like the, the income tax thing is like a way bigger deal than people think it is. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But the, because I always thought it was kind of like, oh, whatever, you know, you're making right. millions of dollars. Who cares? But yeah. for a lot of these guys, it's like, uh, no, yeah. uh, I want all of those millions it's, of dollars. It's it's a sizable chunk, yeah. Um, which, you know, I don't know. I, I always counter that with, well, there's no sales tax, too. So, you know, which is on the scale of things seems much smaller, but if you, you know, I don't think those guys are worried about sales tax. Well, but if they're with their purchases that they make yeah. after a while, that all starts to add up quite a bit. But again, you know, could yeah. be a drop in the bucket compared. Um, but yeah, I have a hard time seeing how they can turn all of these quote unquote assets into something that will help this team in the next couple of years, which is terribly unfortunate. Uh, something else that you noted in your news update, which I loved, was the Pelicans um, beating the Suns. Inexplicably beating the Suns. <laughs> which is awesome because uh, this past week there has been uh, uh, rumors and talk and so of the fact that uh, Zion Williamson apparently is like a bad teammate or something. Uh, JJ, According to J.J. Redick, That's yes. right. Yeah, J.J. Redick went on one of the ESPN shows and basically said uh, – and. Let me preface this. Uh, this was all uh, inspired because uh, CJ McCollum on some podcast came out and said like, yeah, I haven't even heard from Zion Williamson. I, yes. He hasn't even talked to me since this whole thing. And so JJ Reddick came out and was like, uh, yeah, I can tell you from experience, that guy's not a good teammate. Right. Zion Williamson. Um, and then you had a couple other guys coming out being like, yeah, he's not a good teammate. Uh, you had Kendrick Perkins coming out who played for uh, New Orleans for a short time, but basically saying like you should uh, or not trade. You should uh, sell that team, send them to Seattle, send them to Las Vegas, somewhere there uh, people actually care about basketball and everything. And I just love it that the Pelicans are following in suit from what we're doing. And I kind of felt like this would start happening. Now, don't be mistaken. The Pelicans are still garbage, but mm. I kind of have this prediction that the Pelicans are going to start to play really well. And they're going to do it because they got CJ McCollum and CJ McCollum for as much as we got tired of the fact that like he couldn't produce on the level we wanted. is still a really good player. Yeah. And that team is really good without Zion Williamson. 
and a lot of people don't realize it because you watch Zion and you see him put up 30 and 40, but then you realize it's the whole Kyrie Irving problem where he just sucks every stat ever. And the team does not get into flow. The games are insanely close every single time because of the fact, again, you're focusing on one whole player. That team's actually well built out at this point. They're not going to do anything like, you know, make a shakeup in the playoffs, but they're going to start winning some games. And it's going to be really funny because we've basically tanked everything and given CJ McCollum over. And now he's probably living the life over there in new Orleans. Yeah. Well, he said he liked the destination. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, lots of good food and there's no, no shortage of things to uh, uh, get yourself in trouble to down there or in trouble with. I know. Now I've never been to new Orleans. This is nice. I've not either, uh, but you know, that's yeah. a scuttlebutt, right? Uh, now remember too, they did come out. They are two and four since the trade. It looks like from McCollum, and I believe, yeah, lost four of the first five. Yeah, and he scored. I mean, and he's. I think in their first four games or whatever, he's he scored uh, uh, thirty some points. Yeah, but uh, you know, or thirty plus. But they're gonna get better. They're gonna start playing well, and then it's gonna be this whole thing with Zion of like, oh, now we gotta trade Zion Williamson, which really isn't too bad of an idea. Yeah, well, you know, maybe he does need a fresh start. But yeah, you know, it, it, maybe we should trade for. Him. Yeah, well. I'm done with big guys with health problems. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Gosh. That, I mean, that can't be like, I mean, there has to be something there, right? Like we're cursed. It would seem that way. <laughs> okay. It would certainly seem that way, which terrifies me of the Blazers manning to get into those top few picks and taking Chad yeah. Holmgren. Do it. It looks like that. you could snap that guy like a toothpick. I know. He is very thin. I did see that, though, uh, this week. I forgot who they were playing, but, like, he went coast to coast. Yeah, and seeing a seven foot two dude going coast to coast is like one of the more unnerving but awesome things to see. He played San Francisco the other night. That's it. Well, hey man, it's the WCC. Look, I only know this because I work all the pilots broadcasts and hear Swag do all the scores for all the other games every night. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Have the pilots played the Zags yet? Yes, they did. They got their butts wet. Yeah, I can't remember if it's twice or if they just played them once. But yeah, it was. It went about as how you know about as you would expect. Yeah. Yeah. You know, hey, thanks for trying. The pilots are not great, but they're getting better under the new coach. They are. They're more exciting. Yes. They're a lot of fun. All right. Coming up next, good versus evil. Then in hour two, we address our poll question. And I have some sound to play of Tom Izzo that just was amazing. I loved it. It was probably one of the greater old man rants I've heard in quite some time. You are listening to the Sinner and the Saint Rust and Will edition right here on 1080 The Fan. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 
Have you been too busy to keep up on sports this week? What has happened to the... What has happened? What has happened to the national interest? No time to form your own opinions? I stand before you here today in the midst of gnarly times. Well, no worries, brah. Let the sinner and the saint shred the gnar while you just sit back and ride the wave. It's time for Good versus Evil. Brought to you by the titan of Hawaiian restaurants, 808 on 1080 The Fan. What is your level of confidence that the Lakers front office can put championship contending rosters together around you for as long as you are? Uh, very confident. I mean, they've done it. They've shown me that. Um, I have nothing. I mean, ever since I got here, the front office, Jeannie, Linda, Curtin, everybody has welcomed me with open arms. That there is LeBron James of the Los Angeles Lakers. LeBron James. LeBron James. Uh, let's see here. I'm trying to stall for time as I get this up here. That is LeBron James that you just heard. And as I'm speaking, I'm trying to find the file that has it. So anyway, uh, there was an article released in The Athletic this week speculating about how much power LeBron James will wield in getting the Lakers to do what he wants all the time. GM Rob Palenka was once Kobe Bryant's agent, and they were rumored to have argued about roster structure many times while on the Lakers. There's something else to throw into this equation as well. James told The Athletic a couple weeks back that he would do, quote, whatever it takes to play with his son, Bronny, in the NBA. Rust. Would you accept LeBron James if we drafted Bronny? <laughs> well, I mean, for one yeah. year. Yeah, why not? Why wouldn't you take LeBron James? He's 38 years old and he's still having one of his best seasons. But if we got LeBron James at 42, I'd take him still. <laughs> I still would. See, now the problem with the, the, the quote unquote power struggle in LA is that everywhere he's been so far, he has been bigger basically than the franchise, essentially. Yeah, pretty much. And, you know, really what's going on here is that LeBron is realizing that it was a mistake this past offseason to bring all of his buddies in. And it's okay. And, you know, honestly, I was able to give that experiment a chance because I thought that there was some validity to what they might be able to do, meaning that they were going to be an incredibly good regular season team. Mm -hmm. Russell Westbrook's insanely good in the regular season if you give talented players around him. LeBron James, same thing. Once you got to the playoffs, though, there would be the trouble about wearing out. Now, Here is where they ultimately failed. It was the trade deadline. Mm -hmm. And that's what this plan was predicated on, was that you would build up enough of a good record once you got to the trade deadline that you'd be able to trade for younger players that would then spell LeBron and these older dudes in the second half of the season. Hopefully they would develop over that time. Once you got to the playoffs, then you could make a push. Go ahead and do yourself a favor and go online and look at LeBron James' last five seasons in the NBA. He does this. This is his pattern. He goes to a team, he brings his friends on, he brings some obscure players that sort of fit into the scheme that can get a good regular season records. Then he goes on the trade market and he convinces the owner and the GM, do what I tell you, do it. The vaccination decision is a private, very private health matter for me. And I'm gonna keep it as such. Um, uh, I do believe that as a leader of the team, it's very important uh, to follow the protocols to avoid this close contact because that is that is what it's going to come down to is did you have a close contact? And so I'm going to be vigilant about avoiding a close contact. I've even thought about should I just set up literally plexiglass around where I sit so that this could never happen again. 
Or you could just get vaccinated. That's Kirk Cousins. The Vikings quarterback is slated to make a guaranteed $35 million in the final year of his deal and has reportedly refused to negotiate down from that number. Earlier this week, Judd Zuglad, who sounds like an extra from a crappy horror movie, of Score North Radio reports that the Panthers of the Carolina variety have called about a deal to bring Cousins to Carolina, which... Minnesota said no for whatever reason. Why on whoever's good green earth up there would you say no? It kind of baffles me. Well, look, first off, (laughs) the only people that say that the vaccine thing is uh, the decision is a private health matter are the people that don't want to get it. It is not a private health matter. It is very much a public health concern. Now I'll get off my soapbox for a minute. That's okay. That's why uh, I played the sound. But, you know, it, it's... Uh, Kirk, Kirk Cousins is one of those. You can't decide if he's a good, bad quarterback or a bad, good quarterback. Yeah. And and if you have one of those where you can't decide if he's a good, bad one or a bad, good one, you are in limbo and basically purgatory, and you're not going to do a whole lot. Yeah, and I feel like also the ship has sailed on the Vikings. They still do have an incredibly talented offense. They have weapons. Their offensive line is still pretty good, and their defense still has pieces to it. But I feel like this was kind of like a three-year plan for them when they got Kirk Cousins. Yeah. It was like, look, we got all this stuff right now. He's a placeholder. Yes. Kirk Cousins is, at least at the time, they were like, this guy's good enough that we think we can do it in a division where really there's only one other team that yeah. you know, we have to, we have to muster up against here. So... Uh, you know, maybe they're thinking, look, we'll suck it up and pay them and try one more season. But the Vikings are kind of in this situation where it's like, you got to ask or get off the pot, dude. Like, if you want to rebuild this thing, give them to the Panthers. Maybe the package wasn't all that much. Maybe that's why they said no. But yeah. I don't know. I'm really out of words at this point. I, I don't know what else to say about these surreal negotiations that are taking place just a few days before a league imposed deadline. Yes, the union moved a little bit in the league's direction on service time today, on the draft, but it's small potatoes. These guys have huge things to figure out between now and Monday. It's not happening. Do you like that music? Very nice. Uh, That's Jesse Rogers of ESPN. Major League Baseball announced Wednesday that it has a drop-dead date for his 162-game season, and that date is Monday, this coming Monday. If baseball and the players don't come to an agreement by that time, opening day, March 31st, is off. Major League Baseball says, quote, a deadline is a deadline, a missed game is a missed game. Salaries will not be paid for those players. And Big Soup chimed in, football is football. (laughs) Football is, in fact, football. And baseball is baseball, and baseball has now found themselves in this situation where uh, it's unfortunate this is America's pastime and it's starting to lose massive popularity in the United States unless you're thinking of regionally uh, where there are some pockets of people that still care about this sport. But in terms of actually expanding it beyond what it is right now to a generation of kids who have attention spans that are about seven seconds, it's not going to happen. And So now you're, you're getting in a situation where you know, the organization and the players can't agree on a deal that is really benefiting both of them. Yeah. I know. Well, it's shake my head, man. To me in spots like this, it's hard to not basically just always side with the players because you know, we're, we're talking about billionaires versus millionaires. Yeah. Right. That's right. And I saw something the other day too, about the, the percentages of players in each league that are paid like the minimum wage scale. Right. Yeah. And, uh, 
football, you know, NFL, NBA, and I think even NHL work ridiculously higher or lower percentages of players making the minimum than baseball. I think it's that in baseball, over the half the players playing baseball are on the minimum salary. Now, again, we're talking about billionaires versus millionaires. What baseball is also facing here is you have your baseball fans who love baseball and have their team and they love watching their team. But I feel like you don't, I don't, I don't feel like there are terribly many casual baseball fans out there. No, at least where we live. Yeah. I mean, you know, you've got your people uh, that you see, you know, on the MLB to PDX train and whatnot. And yeah. Hey, and you know what? If, if we did have a baseball team here, I probably would become a little bit more of a baseball fan. Oh, but for me, it's, you know, it's so far off the, off the radar. Just man. All right, turn that music down a little bit. Now you got it. Thank you. I'm going to do this. There we go. It's time for my favorite story of the week. And this one comes from Disney World, to which I've been to twice. Here's your headline. Drunk guests take off clothes and brawl at Disney Springs slip on vomit and fall into the bushes during a fight. Well, you know that can only happen in Florida. <laughs> oh. That's not happening at the Anaheim one. Okay, here, I'm going to read this to you because I love this story immensely. The arrest report reads like the plot of a Jersey Shore episode. Two sisters. Just pumping like a champ. <laughs> Two sisters from New Jersey get into a drunken naked fight only it didn't happen in, in garden state it took place at disney springs the two women aged 29 and 31 were vacationing with their family in orlando that night the sisters ate at a steakhouse and seemed to be having an enjoyable evening at first even if they were 30 minutes late for their reservation they got drinks and an irish restaurant then the problems began small at first when they tried to go back uh when uh, they tried to go back to their hotel off Disney property. Their phone died. Disney security helped them call an Uber. The Uber driver refused to take them as he worried that they were too drunk. The women argued while waiting for the taxi and their night unraveled. The older sister called the younger sister a bad mom and slapped her. The younger <laughs> sister threatened to punch her in return. At about 1240, the sheriffs got there and the younger sister was screaming and crying and both of them were naked when they got there. Okay, so many questions. The, well, okay, sisters. That's incredible. Sisters, do the hopefully, did the nakedness happen like during the fracas, like as a result of you know scrapping and and clothes just getting pulled off? Well, yeah. I mean, look, they didn't like look. They didn't go. All right, here are the ground rules. One, don't hit in the face. Two, let's get naked. And then two. Were they like actual blood sisters or was this like a bad like Pornhub? Oh, dude, I plot. think these are sisters. I think it just got that heated. Now, do you have any siblings? I have a, I have a younger brother. Okay, you have a younger brother. Yes. Is there... We never got naked in a fight. Okay, thank you. Yeah. yeah. I didn't have to ask the question. No. But like, could you ever see getting in such an immense tussle with your younger brother that somehow at the end of it, you the furthest I can see it going would be if, you know, you're, you're wrestling around and you pull the back of his shirt up over, yeah. over his head. Yeah. That's about as close to nakedness as I could see it getting. 
Yeah, because two, I think about it and it's like the only way I could see that possibly happening is if like you're at a swimming pool. I mean, maybe I guess because even like day to day, I wear a belt. Yeah. So if somebody were able to get my pants off me, right, they'd have to undo my belt. Yeah, they got to try real hard. Man, goodness, I love this story. <laughs> Florida. Jeez, man, I got to get back to Disney World. If this is what's going on at Disney World, I got to get myself there. Epcot is bananas. I'll just tell my wife and kid, I. this is a me trip. <laughs> Why are you going to Disney World alone? I don't know. To see go, the sights. Go find a pair of sisters and get them drunk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that is your good versus evil. Brought to you by 808 Hawaiian Restaurants. Eat their food. It is good. You can visit them at 808 online at 808.com. Coming up next, we address our poll. It is at Center Saint Kennedy on Twitter. You are listening to the Center and the Saint Sands Luke edition. It is a Will and Rust edition here on 1080 The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 